Chapter 1 Recollection I was dreaming of Megan when the harsh wave of dark magic tore me from my much-needed sleep. The moment the shock of waking up to such unpleasantness wore off, my anger grew hot and fierce. My dreams were never reminiscent of pleasant memories from the past, for most memories I dared to recall were anything but pleasant. But this one had been joyful, and whatever unnatural failure awaited me outside in the courtyard had ruined it. Often when I slept, I didn't dream at all, or the dreams would reflect the darkness I spent my time shying away from. Simple, charcoal-on-paper landscapes that held no light or joy. Lately, however, my dreams had stretched and contorted themselves into nightmares, horrific scenes of my mother's monsters tearing people to pieces. No, not people. Only one person. Megan Elam. Groaning, I scrubbed my eyes with the heels of my hands and tried to shake the horrors away. How many days had passed since I last saw Megan? Oh, right, just the one. I had left her to heal from the wounds my mother had inflicted upon her. I grimaced. My mother. Even thinking of the Morrigan in those terms turned my stomach. She was no more a mother to me than an oak tree was to one of its acorns. As soon as I was born, she cast me aside to fend for myself. That is, until she realized I could be of some use to her. I had, after all, inherited my father's gift of battle fury, something that the Morrigan could use to her advantage. So, she had returned for me in the end. And if it wasn't for my sister, I never would have succumbed to her wishes. Enough, Cade. Those thoughts do you no good. I reminded myself as I rolled over, throwing my legs over the side of the bed in order to sit up. Fergus, I called out, my throat dry enough to make me choke. Once the coughing fit was over, I remembered that Fergus wasn't with me. He was in the mortal world, guarding Megan. Taking a deep breath, I closed my eyes and drew upon my magic. It hadn't completely returned to me after undergoing my reestrad, but enough of it was there to accomplish my next task. Fergus, I sent, the effort of reaching out to my spirit guide across the boundary between our worlds demanding my utmost attention. Yes, he responded. Megan is well. Her injuries are healing, and she will rest a few days more before returning to school. Only a small number of Fela linger on this side, and I have been vigilant in my night hunts. None shall harm her. Thank you, my friend. I sent back, breathing a sigh of relief and letting my magic return to where it resided next to my heart. Before I could take much comfort in Fergus's news, however, a weave of cold, evil glamour trickled over my skin. I clenched my teeth as the intrusive feeling left, hissing as the circular tattoo just above my heart burned like a poisonous brand. Almost involuntarily, my arm snaked out and I pressed my palm to my chest, trying to rub the ache away. It was no use. The tattoo had been placed with the Morrigan's magic. All of those she had enslaved bore the same mark. It was her way of keeping track of us, as well as keeping us under control. If the tattoo started to hurt, then she was getting impatient. I squinted through the darkness of my room and peered out the far window. Sunrise was probably an hour or two away, judging by the deep, inky blue of the sky. 
Guess I wasn't sleeping in this morning. Once I set my mind to answering the Morrigan's call, the pain abruptly vanished. I was tempted to lie back down just to see if her magic would do anything to me, but I didn't really feel like playing games with my mother, not this soon after expending my battle fury. It took me longer than usual to get dressed. Perhaps it had something to do with my weakened state, but I think it had mostly to do with the fact that, despite my misgivings, part of me was always willing to irritate the Morrigan. Bracing myself, I took a deep breath and looked into the mirror hanging over the bathroom sink, the flicker of candlelight banishing some of the early morning darkness. The mirrors of the other world were clearer, somehow more revealing than those in the mortal world, and this one was no exception. It had been a gift for my sister, one of the few fine things I kept in this ruined castle I called home. That little detail would be changing soon, however.